Matters Podcast. Hi, I'm Rebecca Dollinger. I am your host, and I hope you're having an amazing day. But if you're not, stick around and let the positive vibes put you in a better place. Big shout out to all my listeners and to our fabulous sound engineer, Angelo. He makes it sound good, everything together. I'm excited for this podcast. Um, it's all about New Year's, new beginnings, our hopes, our dreams, our ambition, and the new people in our lives. So stay with me to the end, and we will show you how to actually fulfill those dreams. Most of the time, most of the time, what we do, most people, you, we make all these plans, we make all these wishes, and in resolutions and about two months down the road we haven't even started on them and we only think about them till about november and there's a trick to all that and i'm going to talk to you about that because i was having the same trouble and i was getting a little frustrated because i always i always make long lists i don't know about anybody else i mean it's actually impossible to do everything on my list you know, if there's like nine or ten things, that's just way too much. So make realistic goals that you can actually accomplish. One of my secrets was I finally got it nailed down. You make one or two resolutions for yourself. And one or two resolutions um, for your community. Well, watch you, if you have neighbors or whatever, you know, do something for your community. And the last one is do something for your family and your surrounding relatives because they are much a part of your life and you want good wishes, but you also want to give. And I think in our time and the things that go on, and we're just have a hurry pace and we're always running someplace to do something, but we, feel, we forget to actually be good to ourselves, to make those resolutions, whether it's like, you know, getting a good night's sleep, eight hours a night. You know, that would be one of mine because I rush and rush and rush. And I always think I can do, oh, you know, I'll stay up and get this finished. The next thing I know, it's midnight. And I got to get up at five or six o'clock. And that's not enough time to actually, you know, get yourself together. And uh, it just makes for a better way of life. And that is what resolutions do for, for me. I mean, you might have something else that you think that would work better um leave it in the comments below but for me i need to take care of me first um because i can't take a rent i mean i can't do anything for anybody else so i have my resolutions first your family and friends and there's somebody in the community so so that basically makes it kind of smaller and in little um tidbits so you can actually manage that in one of my favorites um New Year's um, was uh, my husband and I are ballroom Latin dancers. So we were going to this big shindig that had professional um, dancers. They, they compete all the time. And so we had all this plan and we were all dressed up and long evening gowns, tuxes. And we get on the road and it's icy. I don't know how many times we thought, man, we really need to turn back. But we were too far gone from the house so we actually went on it took us a long time to get there but we persistent we were careful and we when we walked in if you've ever seen anything like it was just beautiful it looked like it came out of cinderella everybody had their finest 
gowns on and you had these professional dancers and you got out there and it was just a really good time just uh, feel the love and the celebration and actually raise your vibrations because that's what makes us you know keep us in that really nice range of feeling good so we spent the night because we can't wouldn't we had a hotel and everything else got up eat breakfast and uh, went home the next day but it was like one of the best things ever because we did plan but we had unexpected things that happened and we just rolled with the punches so you can always always make things happen you just have to be a little you know little you know if things happen just be kind of okay it's fine with it things are you know things turn out like like they're supposed to is how i feel and sometimes it's even better than what you planned so my deal was um to fulfilling all of my my ambitions and stuff i had to keep it to like i said and keep it keep it small and keep it um you know keep it kind of like realistic you know for instance you know if you're gonna make something happen like a really long um, two-month vacation or something like that you really have to plan for that it just doesn't happen overnight and i like i know it seems to me that new year's comes around pretty fast because it's right after christmas right and everybody's like in the christmas mode and here the new year brings in and i had to tell you i don't know some of you might remember this in 20, was it 2000, everybody, and it was rolling over to a new century, right? And everybody thought everything would go down. Computers would not work. Everything, your phones wouldn't work. And it was so funny because companies were prepping for things to go wrong. And nothing did. It just went right on like it was supposed to. But it was kind of... A, I always thought it was kind of funny because, you know, one more year, I mean, you know, maybe it was a technical thing that I didn't understand. But the one of the things that I really like about New Year's is, um, you know, we all have uh, traditions, too. And I know I talk about traditions a lot. But on New Year's, my grandmother used to, she was kind of superstitious. But she had all these little wives, wives tales, and she would say she'd make black-eyed peas. That was a, it's probably a southern dish, and cornbread. But she would also tell, she'd call about ten o'clock at night, and she goes, Rebecca, you got stuff hanging, you have clothes hanging on the line. That was back in the day when you didn't have dryers. And she says, go get those off the line. And I go, well, I don't know why. Why should, I mean, it just, you know, they can stay there. She goes, no, it's bad luck. At the beginning of the year, you have your clothes on the, on the, on the, you know, outside hanging up. That's really bad luck. But I was so tickled because she was so concerned over something that I thought was, you know, maybe it was passed down from her, her parents. But things like that jog your memory. And I loved, and it, I make my my resolutions is first of all I need sleep like I said before but I need a good work life balance that's one of my um, sometimes I get too much into work or not into what uh, your social life is kind of all off balance for me and I'm sure that is for a lot of people because we run around we have things to do we have obligations to do um, 
we have to plan for things. So I like I think a lot of times all of us are kind of lopsided on one or the other. And places one of my things is places to visit. I love to learn about different cultures and different um, traditions that people have, different foods. So I like to travel. And that takes a lot of planning, you know, unless you just want to go on the weekend and do something, and that's fine. But I think, to me, planning is part of the excitement. You know, you get to look around, you get to see things, and it's, to me, it's, it's, it's one of those things that enrich your lives, right? You always want to do that. But it also gives you knowledge. It also gives you compassion and really an education because if you did and deal with different cultures and different places you go, you realize that why they do the things they do and it's important to them. They probably think some of the things we do is, you know, maybe be a little silly or why do you do that? But, you know, you respect people's traditions and you respect who they are and what they believe in. And that is what you... My mom always told me, you know, you can't expect something out of somebody else if you don't live by those rules yourself. So that was always a good lesson. And I think for for kids, you kind of have to... I did this with my daughter. When the new year rolled around, we started making plans. Like, when she's out of school, we're going to do this. Or um, we're going to try to go to the... to you know. Well, we always went to Barnes and Nobles to buy books, but you can go to half price books, so whatever you have in your your community, but most of us are readers. So it was a so going to, you know, once a month, go into the or every two weeks, however you want to do it, go and do the things you love to do, whether it's reading and buying books or going ice skating, um, always doing something physical, it's always important to me. But I think the long and the short of it is you do the things you love or the things you want to do and you will be happy. You, I mean, it would make your life enriched and it would make you fulfilled because you're actually doing the things you put off for a while. And I think that's real important because our lives are so busy, right? That we sometimes put off the things that mean the most to us because we're always doing it for everybody else. Now, Angelo is sitting over here and i would like to hear his his new year's resolutions um you know i don't really have too many as of right now i haven't really sat down and thought about my exact ones but one that i did think of in passing just kind of the days of passing now i want to be more intent about is um just better planning just better time management and and just improving on that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that's kind of one of the only things i try not to set you know, like uh, specific resolutions, but just keep things in mind of like what I'm trying to be intent about and what I'm trying to build on specifically in this time and season of my life. That's awesome. You being intentional about it. You really think you think it through. I think that's cool. Um, yeah, sometimes um, we need a, like a, I don't know, what do you call it? Or like a reboot. Yeah, because we get into the habit of doing the same things over and over, expecting different results, and <laughs> it's yep. not gonna work. No. So one of my um, one of my things I do is um, I like I said I put li- uh, sleep at my top of the list and things to do. But think about it: if you're in a position, maybe you want to look for a new job, 
or better health, taking care of yourself better, or, you know, maybe looking forward to retirement, you know? Right. Yeah. So me, when I retire, I'm going to do something, I don't know, I'm going to do something that I want to do. Well, I always do things that I want to do, but something, I, but I don't believe that you should retire basically and sit. This is my opinion. Just sit and watch TV or not do anything. I think you have to have a purpose in life. And those are the things that um, will make you stronger and will actually fulfill more, a lot of your life. And do you have, I know you're young, but have you ever thought about that when you had some, some free time? What would you do? Like, what would I do? In, in what do you mean? Well, like if, um, like if, had, if you had like four or five weeks or even six months off. Uh-huh. What would, what would be the number one thing that you would want to do? Ooh. Oof. Like just downtime, I could do whatever I wanted? Yes. Oh, man. Um, you know, I, I guess I haven't really given... <laughs> I don't. I can't remember. I mean, I've had you know. There have been times where I've had you know a couple days, three days, four days, maybe even a week vacation. You know, if I get lucky around, you know, every now and again. Uh, it's something to think about, isn't it? Yeah, it is something to think about. <laughs> it is something that I think I would um, focus a lot on reading and going outside. I'd be hiking every day, uh, reading every day. I would be. Just really, really fine-tuning just my inner, you know, figuring out my inner person. That's really deep. That's really cool. Yeah, like kind of like a monk meditating away yeah. for a while. Yeah. Yeah. My mom used to do that. She used to go on retreats. Yeah. It's away from family. It's just a, way, a time that you can actually concentrate on you mentally, physically, and spiritually. Yeah. And I think that's important. I think a lot of us miss that. It's the spiritual side of who we are and what we do. And if that's not in check, I don't think the rest of your life is going to be smooth going. Yeah, you'll never know what your purpose is because you'll never be in tuned enough with you and what's naturally calling to you if right. you don't take the time to listen to it. That's Oh, that's so well. And, you know, in our crazy, um, busy life, um, sometimes that just gets missed. People don't actually, well, I mean, you, you actually have to make a conscious effort. Um, yeah, just to kind of sit down and think about it. But I think, too, like you were talking about, to me, nature is real important. Um, when you go for those long walks, you think a lot. You Definitely. think more clearly. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I've gone for you know walks and I thought, why didn't I think of that? But we're so bombarded. With stuff around us. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to even just... And then by the time you get done with all your, you know, day-to-day things, you get right. home and you just want to sit down and right. turn on the TV or sit down and relax, take a nap or something like that. So, you know, that's that's always one thing that I, I miss, you know, especially in these past days where, where I feel like, you know, towards the end of the year it gets real busy and, right. and sleep schedules get all crazy and... <laughs> I miss I miss waking up early in the morning and going hiking and and doing that. That was really you know a a big part of my day that I miss. Well, my daughter is a big hiker, and um, oh, she's <laughs> she is so funny because she uh, carries I mean everything she needs and in, in like these compact little you know backpacks she has and things for when things could go wrong like if you get stuck outside and you need. Um, 
a fire that night and how to start one and everything else. So I think uh, I think that's a great idea. But so many of us get cooped up in the house and or we're watching video games or movies or. Um, but I have a I have a rescue dog, and I put a leash on him and I go for a walk. And it's so funny, and like you were saying, Angelo, and once you get outside, um, things just become clearer to you. Oh, yeah, especially if, I mean, when I'm hiking and I'm breaking myself down and I'm breaking my mind down and breaking my body down and I'm sweating and I'm breathing hard and I'm in those <laughs> feelings of, you know what I mean, where I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? And, and then you're, you're, you're pushing past through those moments of like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to knock this out. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> nowadays I go out there and I don't really have those thoughts, but I remember I was, uh, that was one of the most, uh, groundbreaking or moments of my life was whenever I was out there on the trails and and I uh, man my and my fun my friend was you know leading the way and I was just following him but I, I was just like man how long is this thing gonna go like I just couldn't <laughs> but I didn't want to say anything you know what I mean I just didn't want to make it seem like I I was <laughs> as as out of shape and tired as I was you know what I mean and and you know I was just going along for the ride and I just remember there was a point where I was like I'm not gonna make it out of here like I don't think I am. <laughs> And but I had to mentally, I had to push past that and just keep walking and just tell myself one step at a time, one step at a time. Before I knew it, I was beat, I was tired, but I was out of there, and we were done. And I went back every day after that, like for like five, six months straight, just because of that like revelation I had of like, man, I like overcame that mental block that was like telling me I wasn't going to finish it. But then the feeling of finishing it was like the best feeling in the world. But did you feel like you were empowered when you did exactly? That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like yeah, I was in control and of my mind and my spirit, and and it just was. It was. It was very. It was a cool experience. Yeah, I can. I don't know what the outdoors is, but I think you're you're closer, like you said, closer to nature. You're closer to mm -hmm. um, your higher power. You know, it just seems like your your thoughts are more clear, and I think maybe it's because we don't have all the the noise, the TV, the news or radio your phone um so many people you know we use our phones so much today that um we don't take time to be silent we don't take time to sit but i think now he's got me enthused because maybe i should go hiking world <laughs> but i think it's one of the best things we can do for ourselves is look for the things that help us and for me i i love to cook i really do and I, so cooking for me is like a joy it's just like new recipes new stuff and some people would probably think that's just you know so boring but my i'm a very creative person so getting in the kitchen and doing new things um you know from scratch or whatever it's sort of like it's it's sort of like when you make bread um, you have to, you know, punch it and roll it. You can get a lot of anxiety out. I'm telling you, a lot of things that's bottled up is when you cook. And oh, I, yeah. <laughs> have you tried that? What's that? Have you tried that to use cooking as or, or baking? Sometimes co cooking kind of stresses me out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but it, it depends because I'm like, you know, like. If I, there's certain things that I cook that make me feel good, but yeah, I'm not the best in the kitchen as far as like, I mean, I need to follow a recipe. If I have a recipe, <laughs> then I'm good. You know what I mean? And if not, then oof, sometimes cooking can get a little chaotic for me. 
<laughs> I know. Oh, I have, uh, my brother was really funny. He had like a one pot dish because he didn't want to do dishes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he was a bachelor. So that made it really kind of convenient. But I think to me, I, I would have, it was better for me if, if I had an accountability partner. You know, somebody that can keep you in check. You know, you know, have you done your done this or have you done that? You know, somebody that kind of is your best friend or somebody that can always that won't you know kind of nudge you a little bit, kind of push you a little bit. Um, so uh, to me, that would be a good thing to have. But um, it had to be somebody that was strong, but also you know compassionate. So uh, you know, it's sort of like. Well, did you ever go for a walk? Did you ever get this done? Did you ever, you know? And the thing is, you know that person's got to ask you that. So you go ahead and kind of push yourself out there to do it. Because you don't want to say, no, I didn't do that. Excuse me. And, you know, I think, too, people need cheerleaders in their life. When you, you know, when you accomplish something, even whether it's goals or Something that that you've been working for for a long a long time, you actually need somebody that's gonna be there for you, giving you, you know, giving you that high five. You know, you did well, and that to me is part of a resolution because it encompasses not only what you want to do, but it encompasses um, the things you need from other people, places, and things. So. My thing is, I love to have routines. And to me, routines help me, you know, fulfill my resolutions and stuff like that for the new year. Um, I just, I guess I do that because if I don't, my life becomes unmanageable. I have things to do here and there. And you, you just don't have the time to actually do things right. Do you ever find that? Angelo, when you go to, you know, do you have a, a process you you go through to actually get things done? Uh, I, w- I would like to say that I do, but I don't think that I've found out the one that I'm completely satisfied with because, yeah, there's still things in, that I feel like I'm not. Now, of course, I'm in, like, I always have to give myself grace and remind myself, hey, you know, you're not, you know, have to, you can't get everything done in a day or, you know, all these things like yeah, that. But, like, yeah. I still feel like I just haven't found that um, process where I feel like I'm, uh, using all the time in the day to the best of my ability that's kind of why like one of my new year's resolutions is better time management better scheduling just yeah. being better because i i do find that when i uh like at the top of the weeks like on a sunday whenever it is the most calm or i find that time and i'm very intentional about picking out like an hour or two hours to plan my week and and overview my month i feel like i do walk into m- certain months and weeks better prepared and being able to get more things done um, as opposed to like when I'm just kind of going day by day, just, you know, basing things around my work schedule just regularly. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like planning things, you know, at the top of the week or or top of the month is is one of those things that helps me a lot. That sounds awesome, though. I I completely understand that. Um, but this is one thing that I think is fascinating is you have to do something, exercise 66 times 
or no, no, it's 66 days in order for it to become a habit. Hmm. Oh, and that's a long time, guys. <laughs> so you have to be patient with yourself. But to try every day, of, say if you smoked or something, try every day, you know, for, you know, to actually have good habits, whether you want to be more patient, whether you want to, like, tackle a, uh, you know, a project, or you want to, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I'm hard on myself. I think that's just part of trying to be the best version of yourself. But 66 days is a long time, it seems like. But I think when um, if you get up in the morning, you just had that one day. So you can do that for one day, right? Everybody can do it for one day. And then when you get up the next morning, you just have to do that day. <laughs> so maybe by the time you... You know, get to the 66th day, you got it down pretty much as a habit. Now, the next year, um, some of my resolutions for the next year is um, I want to travel abroad since it, the world's been kind of crazy here lately, but you can still go to good places and do things. Um, to me, that's an education. Um, it's fun. Just the different things that people, customs and cultures, Learning the language to your best of your ability. I always try to do that before I go. Um, with my southern accent, sometimes it's very difficult. <laughs> uh, but a lot of places, you know, it's, as long as you try, um, people are uh, real helpful to, you know, help you pronounce and use the language. Uh, one of the things uh, I love is I have a small group of close friends. I have friends, but then I have my closest friends. And I think spending time with them would be, more time with them, would be, um, you know, a better, res I mean, one of my resolutions because, you know, time goes, you know, and these friendships, you know, we've had for years. And, you know, it's like anything else. Um, you have to, I don't want to say work at them, but you have to be part, be part of it and be giving and loving. And, you know, I'm real lucky in that aspect because I've got good friends. I can tell anything to, and I know it stops there. You know, it's not, and, and the thing is, you know, they don't have to, like, come up with solutions or anything or answers for you. They just have to listen. And I think that is one treasure that most people, I don't know, maybe it's my opinion, but a lot of people don't have that. And it's something that, I think you have to have as a human being. I don't know. Have you ever had, you've got close friends, Angelo, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Are they the kind that you can just talk to and just, you know, I don't know if guys talk as much as women do. Well, right. Well, I have close, <laughs> I have close guy friends and I have close, um, you know, women friends as well. Um, I, you know, but guy it yeah i feel like i can talk to either one i just think that the conversations are very different right um sometimes every now and again um me and one of my guy friends will have a very uh you know breakthrough sometimes emotional conversation it's usually at a point of time where one of us is really going through something and we just need you know some reassurance some validation from one of our friends maybe we've already reached out to all of our family and now we're at that point of where we're reaching out to our male friends and and you know i feel like that real emotional kind of conversation conversation talking to um 
you know, doesn't happen as often with my male friends as it does to my women, with my women friends. Um, and maybe, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Of course, guys, I mean, for some reason we have to hold that stronger image and even with amongst ourselves, you know what I mean? Um, because I feel like that's almost more beneficial to the other person uh, to the other uh, male, like to show them uh, to be strong, to show strong that way. It can almost be a reminder of like, Hey, like, yeah, your emotions are, are, are valid and normal, but use that as fuel to, to get back up and rise again, you know, and your, right. your position in this world as a strong man, you know what I mean? Um, whereas women, you know what I mean? I feel like it's more of a, you get more of that nurturing mother, like, um, validation. So with women, I personally feel like I can, talk about emotions and things like that a little bit better than I can with some of my male friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Get that. But you know, I was just thinking when you were talking, um, about vulnerability, you know, I love, I mean, maybe that's the wrong word. Uh, I I find it just, you know, this touches your heart when a guy can actually say, I feel like this talk about that and the deep feelings he has it seems like it just makes you closer to that person it's like i mean because a lot of guys don't do that that's true um they have to be strong and um you know and women have you know our our little deals too we have to do do, be this way and be that way and it's not i always was told feelings are neither right nor wrong they just are you know, and then when you talk about, for me, I talk, <laughs> my family gets tickled at me because I talk about my feelings. I talk about this, that. But my brothers, you know, they, you know, they kind of like keep that, you know, that wall up. Um, you know, so I don't know. I guess it depends on person to person. But anyway, if you don't have a close friend, um, you know, find somebody that you can like, you know, trust or talk to, um, to me, having a sounding board or having, um, someone to actually say, hey, Rebecca, that you're a little off the wall on that one, maybe. But, you know, they're actually honest with you. Now, the thing is, you have to, to me, they're not going to be judgmental. The people that you pick are not going to be judgmental. They're going to listen and they're going to be, and two, they might give advice or give points or whatever. So you can take it or leave it as you wish. But for some reason, when you talk it out, what was in your head doesn't come out your mouth. You know, a lot of times we think and think and think. And for me, once I say it, it doesn't sound the same. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but I think you get it like a little squirrel cage in your head. So when you actually, you know, was vocal about it, it becomes much more clearer and it's not so big. It's not huge. It's just something that we've got into. I mean, I'm not saying that things are not important, but uh, a lot of times it's things that we just dwell on in I can't afford to do that. I used to do that sometimes. I used to get wrapped up in that. I just can't afford to do that because it makes my life miserable. And what ifs. And you get into that. So 
I've got to be good to me. And I think we all have to be good to each other because if we're not good to us, how do you think people are going to treat us? Yeah, right. Yeah, not so good, right? <laughs> but you have to stop and think. I think I do that people around me love me, you know, for my faults and what I have. But I have to live with myself, and I have high expectations. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of people do this. They just have, they make those resolutions or make those things they want in their life. You know, some of, sometimes they're just unrealistic. But at the same time, you have to aim for something higher, something that might be just, just a little bit out of your reach. But you, you can actually eventually, you know, actually do it. You know, actually, you know, if you plan well, you can actually do that. So I have got, I have had that before, and it's taken me a long, long time to actually reach those goals. But when I get there, and all the hard work, and and all the planning, and everything I did was a day-to-day thing. And I think that's the secret. You get up in the morning, and you have, and the it could be in the back of your mind, it could be in the forefront of your mind, but you had those things that you need, that you actually want to do and accomplish it. And if you just do it like once a month, that's not going to really form a habit. But I think we are just creatures of habit. So if we learn to do this, and I know that I'm talking about myself too, um, because if I don't, you know, I'll get to the next year and I won't have any of this accomplished, and then I'm going to feel really bad about that. And so getting things into perspective, and what you really want for this next coming year is going to be wonderful. And I always like to do that. I always like to think positive about the next year. Yeah, things can go wrong. But most of the things that go wrong are out of our control. So just, I guess what I'm trying to say is really just think about the positive. You know, and that in this day, in this day and age, that's really, really hard sometimes. So... Angelo, is one of your quotes, do you have a quote or a saying that can enlighten people about being positive? Hmm. I got him off guard. Uh, yeah, no, I know, because that's, that's, oof. You know, I'm trying to think of all the things that I tell myself when I'm trying to be positive and, you know, I think it's just, oof, I don't know. I have to write a list. You know, that's me. Yeah. yeah, you definitely do, especially, yeah, I mean, in those moments where it's like you feel like you don't, you know, nothing's going good, you definitely got to start right in so that way it's like you know in the visual you could see okay no there's this 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 and this and this and if i keep going no i got all this so you know i guess just man it's so cliche but i mean just count yeah it is it's like count your blessings in those moments of whenever you're feeling down uh just start being verbal is talk out loud to yourself if you have to or write them down so you can see them right Mm -hmm. there and and just remember your blessings and remember um you know what what you do have in the moments of times that you can't think of what you don't have, uh, you know, so. Well, that's good. I like that. And it just made me think um, of something. I have what you call a gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. I write a lot. I'm a writer, so I write a lot. Um, so every night, 
um, I, you know, sometimes you can just have one of those days, you know. But every night I just make sure I pick it up and I write something in it. I'm grateful for this today. I'm grateful I got up today and got dressed and went to work. Um, I mean, it can be the little things. Um, you know, I got something in the mail today that made me happy. I got a card or you know, my daughter's doing good in school or, you know, just the little things that you're grateful for that day. And it will change your life. Because when you go to bed, you can think of the positive things and things that you need to be grateful for. I mean, you know, you have a home, you maybe you have an apartment, but, you know, some people around the world don't have that. So to me, being grateful, it brings, I don't know, it kind of like, gets rid of all of the negative things in your life it kind of like outweighs those so when you go i think you sleep better to be honest yeah you know so is that how you made you said you made a list is what you did yeah sometimes if you i mean in those moments when it's you know yeah you just got to write it down just start write start with day you know just start at the first thing you can say okay well i have my hands i can write my you know i can write this down i got a pen okay i got some paper oh i got an apartment i got a uh, you know i got a car okay i got a job I got, and then you just start listing things and you start you know trying your best to remind yourself that hey we still got something to live for there are things that we got to live for and sometimes that's all you need is just a little reminder that hey there's there's something out there that's there's something out here that's for me i just need to keep going and keep going and it will get better eventually yeah and excuse me i've got a cough um that's so true because i think the because of the environment we live in today, the news and everything else and the constant texting, I think we just get into a trap. You know, it's like it's bad, bad. Everything's bad. Um, but I think that when you write down the things that, you, that you're grateful for, even, even your health or it's things you take for granted. You know, you can walk, you know, or you can actually... Getting the, you have a car you can get in and you know and drive to the supermarket or whatever, but these are things we take for granted. And you know the thing that my mom used to say: all of that can be gone in a in a matter of seconds. But what's inside and the gratitude that you have and the hopes and dreams that you live with inside will never go away, unless you know unless you decide you know. That's not good for you. But to me, um, I think part of that is being spiritual. And I don't like to, I know a lot of times um, people get turned off by religion, but being spiritual is not, to me, it's not really religious. It's like um, everybody has their own spirituality. And um, mine is, you know, is personal. Everybody has their own personal one. And it enriches your life. It's kind of like, it's really kind of hard to even describe. Uh, how would you describe that, Angelo, being spiritual? Um, it's kind of a... It is a little different for everybody, you know what I mean? Uh, especially, you know, I have a probably not super popular opinion. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's probably more <laughs> opinion these days, or popular these days, or more more understanding these days. But, um, you know, I think that if you were to ask someone, you know, uh, do you believe in God? I think uh, a, 
appropriate answer would be which one you know i mean since the beginning of time there have been hundreds and thousands and you know what i mean of gods and so every spirituality is is i feel like individual to a person and what makes a person feel like they are you know uh divinely aligning with their purpose and um i do believe in a higher power Uh, i do believe in in you know a divine purpose and 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 I just believe that, yeah, for everybody, it's different. And for anybody to say anything otherwise, I mean, I don't know. I guess is their opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. um, other than that, I just feel like whatever makes someone more, it's that it's that feeling inside where you're feeling, you know, that moment of I, I'm where I'm supposed to be. I feel good. I'm at and you're striving towards finding and, and soul searching to, you know, find more of those moments. I think that that's what is pushing you more towards your purpose um, and if anything, being in tune with yourself is a yeah. big part of spirituality for me because um, just, yeah, I mean, if we're all equipped with a, a, with a spirit and, and um, you know, a mind and, and that, that spark in us right. to, to try to, so it, I feel like we're doing ourselves injustice if we're not trying to figure out what it, what's that power inside of us. So I feel like being spiritual is being in tune with your own spirit for sure, more than anything. But do you know when you're, you're in tune with yourself, you're, you're at peace. Yes, you're not, uh, to me, and you're not, there's no conflict there. And um, you mentioned a higher power. A lot of people believe in, um, different things so a higher power means something that's higher than yourself so i know they use that in different programs around the country um because there's so many people that's affiliated with different some people are atheists you know some people are different religions but you know they always say we didn't want we don't really care what your higher power is as long as you have one and that to me is just one of those uh, must-have things. Maybe it's because of the way we're raised, but I think also it's because if you don't, I know, have something greater than yourself, I feel lost. I feel like I was out there, like in ten feet of water, just trying to actually, you know, survive. But it's always good to have somebody that's gonna, you know, actually gonna be there for you. So, I hope you have a lot of good resolutions coming up. Uh, thank you, Angelo, for all his great input. It's always good to have others, and they have different opinions, and that is what it's all about, is listening and learning from other people. So, I would like to close this uh, 2023 out. I am so happy you are here with us. Fishbowl Studio is a wonderful place to be. And I will see you in the next year. Bye.